This is Everyday Leaders. I'm your host, Melanie Ake. Everyday Leaders is an inspirational show to help you develop strategies to overcome everyday obstacles in your life. Today's guest will share the disciplines that they practice every day that allows them to achieve a life of success. Today's Everyday Leaders help us understand how they've been dedicated to their passion, kept focused on their purpose, and have learned how to lead their lives through influencing others. These two people have inspired hundreds of girls in cheerleading, helping them to build self-confidence and learn how to work with others. These lessons are ones that you too can apply every day to live your life with success. Sheila Albright Martin and Haley Martin are my guests today, celebrating Global Youth Initiative Month on Everyday Leaders 50 and 50, show 41, which starts now. Welcome to the program, the Martin Girls, right here at Greenwood Middle School in Greenwood, Indiana. Yay. I cannot be even more excited today. <laughs> <laughs> this like takes me back about I don't I don't even know how many years I've been out of school for a long time. <laughs> Late seventies. Uh, 80, stop, 80, 80, 79, 80, 81, <laughs> to, you or more, to, you were probably, yeah, let's not even I, talk about it. <laughs> it was a while ago. Here we are. I can't even tell you the memories. Oh, I don't even know this school because it's brand new. This is the first time that I've been inside of this school. It's a nice building. Here we are in this conference room and I've got Sheila Albright Martin and our daughter Haley. And it is so awesome because we are really celebrating the John Maxwell Youth Initiative in October. And so better people that came to mind. It was great. The Martins have just been such Greenwood people. And through cheerleading, they have developed so much leadership in the community. And so I wanted to bring both of them on and talk about what they're doing in their life. Thank you. We're happy to be here. It is awesome, right, Haley? (laughs) (laughs) Haley was really excited to do this. Right. Just a little nervous. But what's awesome is following them. Anybody that knows this family knows how exciting they are and passionate. And uh, and so anybody that wants to be connected to them, just absolutely. It's so easy because they are a blast. So I am going to start off this whole interview with, okay, Sheila and I went way back to Greenwood school system. Yeah, middle school. But our first jobs... We're at the McDonald's train. Working with little kids. Working with little kids. Working with little kids. And leadership is all about influence. And so the things that we did and we created was so much fun because it gave kids a memory of when they were coming to have their birthday parties at the McDonald's train Mm -hmm. on County Line Road, which no longer exists either. (laughs) I think the train car exists down at Camp Outerberry, actually. It is. Have you been down there lately? Just a (laughs) drive-by. So, yeah, <laughs> saw it. we we had some great memories. We had so much, and I wonder over the years how many photos of birthday parties were in of these kids that are still around in this community. Yeah, and like, hey, that's a great idea. If anybody has those, send them in because we don't have any. Yeah, big PJ the clown, the one of you. I, there's I'm one of yeah. me. I have. I don't know where. I don't even know. I didn't even know she worked with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. and my yeah. sister, yeah. and Georgie, and Aaron Voiles, yes. and. PM Kite oh and Tim Jennings and now see that Carrie was York that was after me because yes. I had already graduated and moved oh on. What fun memories! Yeah. and we had Battle of the Bands, and oh so every summer PM Kite would 
<laughs> rebuilding hay wagons. Rebuilding that was a good summer. Wagons. Yeah. So many great memories of Greenwood. So sorry, guys. This is all about Greenwood today. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Greenwood memory. But it's great because memory lane. what we've learned through our lives is, you know, that we have so much influence over the community. And you have been involved in the school system for a long time. So you've like yep. stayed here, stayed true. Haley's grown up in the same school system. And you have been a cheer coach for how many years? Um, I think this is, I think it's my 15th year, oh my I think, doing both middle school. And then I went on and did varsity at the high school for several years. And then you tried to retire. I tried. <laughs> that schedule is a little too demanding, um, especially with Haley, then going on to cheer at UND. That was just a lot of games in one year. So I thought maybe it's time to let someone else, you know, take over the reins mm-hmm. and, and um, so resigned um, for, I think it was a total of 58 days. <laughs> we had a countdown calendar yeah. and then it was, yeah. guess what? <laughs> well, and then middle school, they were shorthanded coaches. Um, Haley is doing sixth grade with one of her good friends, Bailey. So they are co-coaching sixth grade <laughs> cheer, which is always fun to watch them. She's following in her mother's footsteps. Yes. And then um, I'm doing eighth grade, and then a good friend, Becky, is doing seventh grade. Yes, so we're back at the middle school. Becky was not able to join us today. She was but let's not. give her a plug because you guys have exactly. like... Exactly. We've worked together oh my gosh. so many years, and we work very well together, just the different personalities. She's you know, very competitive. She has that competitive edge. I, on the other hand, more laid back. And You're the and, entertainment value. And that's kind of how <laughs> Haley and her friend Bailey are. Bailey can be a little more, you know, I don't want to say intense because that's not what I mean. But um, More direct. And, and then Haley's more laid back. Mm-hmm. So it's good to have those two and they balance out each other. So it's worked well with Becky and I and it works well with Haley and Bailey. So It is good. And you've got to find that match because it's all about what you value and what you see in the world oh, yeah. to be able to get through life and not just be stressed out. Well, and you're working closely with know. someone for many, many years and it's a lot of hours, you know, we'll be our last competition. We were, you know, Saturday morning, eight o'clock until, you know, after dinner time. Mm-hmm. So that's a long time with, you spend a lot of time with these families and these, yes. these girls become your family. Right. Right. And when you work with kids, you obviously work with their parents as well. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a lot of, you know, making sure things, you know, get communicated well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it is about communication. Uh, yeah. So wonder uh, if you think about it, Haley, as you were growing up in cheer with your mom coaching you, how was that? It was good. I think, um, I think it definitely helped because I always had Becky too. And I think they both, like she said, worked well together. And it was nice having both of them through the years and helping me now as a coach too. Mm-hmm. Kind of like two moms too, right? Yes. <laughs> I have multiple moms. <laughs> it's like if mom won't let you, ask your other mom. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. Odds are she won't let you either. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's so cool because you have formed this friendship with all these girls. I mean, I, I stalk you on Facebook. <laughs> But it's so awesome because you guys have now gone to college and some of you are still together and some of you have mm-hmm. gone kind of in a different college. Yeah. But what's that like for you now that you are older, looking back, like how do you reflect on that and, and really appreciate, you know, what you guys did together? I th- yeah, I think it definitely made us closer because we did, it's a lot of time. 
So we'd have practices before school at like five sometimes. Yeah, like five in the morning. You're crazy. <laughs> that Go would to be school. me. <laughs> and I think sometimes we had practice again, like yeah, after school during too. competition time. It was there was a lot going on, mm-hmm. and then you throw in games as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're together a lot, and I think that definitely made us closer. Looking back on it, mm-hmm. it's really hard because. Some people, the commitment, you know, when we talk Mm -hmm. about leadership and all the qualities and you have to really stay focused on your dream. And so as you went through and and cheered all those years and now you're doing it at U of I and then now giving back to the kids here, which is really pretty incredible because some people would say, I'm in college. I don't really want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. But you really believe in it in your heart. And so that's really to be commended because... You know, the community needs more people like you guys. That's why I wanted to bring you on this program. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really just, it's pretty substantial. So thank you for giving it, back Greenwood. to my community. <laughs> it's Greenwood. <laughs> it, it is. It is Greenwood. Yeah. And it's fun, you know, watching the, you know, three years at middle school, four years at high school, and now second year at UND, just watching them grow as athletes and then now, you know, watching them you know, like you said, just give it back to these young girls just starting in the program. Just starting in the program because, man, when you started cheering for the first time, and I'll ask your mom this too. <laughs> I'll have to think way back. <laughs> but, way what, back. you know, when you got up in front of people for the first time, because there may be people, kids, that say, oh, I'd like to cheer. And back in our day, you could either, like, be on one of the club cheer teams or yeah. the school team. But were you ever afraid... When you stepped out in front of that crowd or Uh, like, I might not fit in or maybe this isn't for me. Did you have fears? Yeah, definitely. It's even now, like we talk before every single game, like before we go out for the football game, like Saturday, everyone's like, why am I nervous? Like I've done this so many times, but it happens every time. Mm -hmm. It's just, but then once you get out there and it starts, you don't really think about it, but yeah. Kind of like this. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) A little little bit. bit. A little bit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, but it is hard because there are people that may say, I would like to try that, but it's too scary. Like, mm, I wouldn't yeah. want to be judged in front of people and they're going to be watching me. And what if I don't do something right? And you just get to that point where you're like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, we may not, we may fall off of a pyramid. Or we, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You kind of have to teach them to fall and, and then how to just act like, you meant to do that, exactly. you know, because if a cheerleader doesn't really supposed to get upset about things. So if you, you know, if your stunt comes down, you just go on like you meant to do that, mm-hmm. you know, because a judge is going to see you, you know, pout and scowl and whatever. <laughs> no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you just have to keep, you just bounce right back up. And that's really hard. How do you teach that though for somebody that's coming into it's this? Hard. Yeah. And a lot of these girls, you have a maturity level that's not quite where you'd like for it to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's kind of part of at the middle school level, you have sixth graders who have never been involved in any kind of team activity or sport or were there, you know, dependent on someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got these girls lifting other girls, mm-hmm. you know, and it's nerve wracking. And, and, you know, to teach them if things don't go the right way, it's OK. Mm-hmm. It's OK. And it, it is kind of hard for some. And you have you have girls that don't get along surprisingly, I know it's hard to believe middle school (laughs) girls not getting along all the time, but you know, you just have to kind of make sure they know, you know, we're not asking you to be best friends, but you 
do have to learn to work together. Yeah. So, I well, mean, that's it's just... life skills, though. Exactly. And, exactly. And they are together. Like you said, when you start into competition, you're with this team more than you are with your family sometimes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so that's a big commitment. Yeah, it is. It is. And and it's it's hard, like I said, at this, especially the middle school level. High school, you know, by that age, they've worked together for several years. So they're kind of used to the other one. They know how to deal with, you know, discrepancies or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but middle school, it's, it's harder sometimes because they just haven't learned that mm-hmm. yet. So how does it feel when you feel like you want to be affiliated? I know when you talk about competition and then just you know, kind of recreational cheering. Right, like so, games and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and so how do you walk me through what that feels like as a cheerleader that you don't get picked for the certain team, you don't get picked for the certain exercise, you don't get picked for the certain game that you really right. like, hey, that's the game I really want to cheer at, and maybe you don't get to cheer at that game. Yeah. Um, it's a little different now. Um, high school, for instance, you have a JV squad, you have a varsity squad, and you have a competition squad. Um, you have two different seasons. So if you try out for varsity football, you might not make varsity football. Maybe you'll make JV. And then competition is basically by skill. Mm-hmm. So if you have the skills that are required from maybe the specific score sheet and you know categories on that, odds are you would be qualified to be on the competition squad. Mm-hmm. So, but if you try out for a football squad or a basketball squad, odds are you will cheer that whole season, but maybe you're not going to be, maybe score high enough to get on the varsity squad. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times what they'll do is, because basketball season is a much smaller group, mm-hmm. and they might not make varsity for football, but they might make varsity than for basketball. So, you know, so there's you always just, opportunity. There is always opportunity. Yeah. And we tell the girls, you know, this is why maybe you didn't quite get the points you wanted to, mm-hmm. to get on this squad, you know, maybe work on this for the next couple months. And then maybe when basketball comes around, you know, if you've shown that you've had good leadership on this JV squad during football, mm-hmm. you know, there's a possibility you could move up mm-hmm. for basketball. Season. Well, it's so there's, all, there's yeah. always a motivation and, and, you know, it's there and, you know, you know, telling the girls, you know, show your leadership skills here and then maybe it will, you know, kind of bump you up. Mm-hmm. Just like any other athletic <laughs> sporting, you know, it sports, is. you just, you know, if you're not where you want to be, then work harder. Then work harder. And mm-hmm. you really got to try to do that. So off season, I mean, it seems like you guys never have an off season. There's really not much. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> no. basketball season's over around... February or March, yeah. mm-hmm. and then tryouts are before spring break, mm-hmm. and then we start we practices. Sometimes before school even ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. so you're just constantly. I think it's gone to, it's so weird now to think back about, I played every sport in school. Oh, sure. Hockey outside of school. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I was always doing something, and now it's like you have to be committed to this one sport. That's what's mm-hmm. so nice about Greenwood, because yeah. you do have kids still that will play football and play basketball, mm-hmm. which is so nice, which, mm-hmm. you know, one thing I love about Greenwood is is you can. You know, it's small enough where these kids can do multiple sports. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's... That's hard. When you think yeah. about other communities, they really dictate that you will only be in one sport and travel and do all this, oh, yeah. and it's a lot. It's, yeah. I mean, I've had girls, one of Haley's good friends, Ryan, she cheered in the fall, 
basketball during basketball season and did softball. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a triple, you know, I think, I think it was all four years mm-hmm. she did that. That's a, so that's great. That's a lot for a yeah. kid, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, there's quite a few at Greenwood that do that, which is so nice, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just going to be great Some leaders. Some even do two sports in one season, like cheer and cross country. Or volley- cheer and volleyball. Mm-hmm. We've had several girls yeah. do cheer and volleyball both and... It's so good for your muscle development, too, as kids. You know, you think about if you only do one thing. Mm-hmm. And we've noticed, you know, as a coach, the more they're involved, mm-hmm. the better they are academically. Mm-hmm. And because more coachable because they know. Yeah, and they're forced to manage their time well and, and do, you know, well in school and, you know, get their homework done because they have mm-hmm. such limited time. Mm-hmm. But we've noticed that the more they're involved in, the better academically they tend to be, too. They know how to just, like work with their time better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can already tell we have girls like I said that play basketball and they had to leave early like I can already tell that they kind of already know how it works being in two sports at once yeah Mm -hmm. well that that's a great time so when you get into real life (laughs) that's right you can juggle your time you have to become a mom and work full time (laughs) and have you know other things going on and have activities because you really (laughs) good job Haley (laughs) But See, it it's is, not that bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> it is tough. And, and it, it does, they learn early on, you know, you do have to, you know, set goals for yourself to get things done that you need to get done. Mm-hmm. And and so kids that come from, maybe they don't have the right home environment. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys may be the ones that they look up to to say, hey, I feel included. I feel special. I feel like somebody cares right, about right. what I do. And that's where knowing what you guys are doing and building that community and sense of, hey, we've been doing this forever. We're passionate about this. Right. And and, and the girls know that too. Yes. And it, they you know. feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're your Facebook friend or not. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You know your schedule and you know how committed you are mm-hmm. to this. And I think that's what, you know, I see as kids looking to you, Sheila, as a mentor. And then now Haley's walking this same path. Right. Right. To step into that light too. And so that's what's so neat about watching you and your family. Right. And then through this process. um, I wanted to mention too, because, you know, Becky couldn't be here. Well, her daughter Haley is now the varsity coach at high school. Oh, So it's, yeah. So, you You know, it's nice. You just created that whole momentum. Well, and, you know, we are so invested in this program. We want to see it succeed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, knowing that, you know, my Haley and Bailey are coming into the program and, and her Haley, you know, she is at the varsity level now. And, you know, it's just, it's just neat to see. And it's nice because they can come to us. You know, it's easy for them to come to us, which, you know, maybe someone stepping into that situation, you know, is maybe a little too, yeah, a little Mm -hmm. too difficult to them to reach out to someone they might not know very well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it is nice to see. and, And I love watching her grow into being an adult <laughs> being in charge of, you know, little kids and, and it's just, it's just neat to see. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy it because I'm not doing it forever. So oh, it's yes nice. You to, are. It's nice to see that I'm sure they're just going to be doing a fine job. Next time I don't have to she'll retire for 59 days. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be so long. <laughs> so what's been your biggest challenge when you guys go to competitions, like environments? Talk to me about a story or a bus trip or something that has been unique to, um, to the memories that you guys have created throughout the years. Anything really fun that you can share? I always think of State Fair. 
State fair is always a fun one. It's a fun one. We just the atmosphere of the state fair in general. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like you have the prelims and then you either make it to finals or you don't. And we were not even really expecting to make it to finals because Bailey, she's a JV coach now, like in the middle of the routine, broke her ankle. (gasps) Like in the middle of the middle of our preliminary routine. Yeah. So we were not expecting to make it to finals at all. And we did. And we had to like perform our finals without her because she she went to the hospital she yeah yeah. they took her out on a stretcher so god love her but yeah yeah, she's also former cheerleader jv coach now at the high school so So we made it to finals and they're doing awards and everything and they're calling they call from like fifth and up yeah i think the top five and we were like oh well we're just glad to be in finals we ended up getting second place and we're like what (laughs) wow yeah not explaining at all but But you're like look bailey we could have made finals (laughs) (laughs) but yeah yeah, that was just totally took Mm -hmm. us off guard but wow fun because we all you know the girls you know you hate to you know, you don't want to be negative. You don't want to be negative. You want to keep things positive. Mm-hmm. But they can read. But that's hard. Well, mm-hmm. in high school level, they can read your emotions. Yeah. They can, you know, especially when you spend as much time around each other. So, you know, when they called us second place, it's I was like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> we just all went crazy. It was just so that's much fun. Awesome. Just, yeah, huge celebration there. Mm-hmm. Just right there on the track at the grandstand. You know, so much fun. That is so much fun. Yeah. What well, you think because you have to really focus you know, as you go to the state fair and then you go to these different schools around mm-hmm. around the Midwest and you compete. Yeah. And so you have to kind of like think it may be different. The grandstands may look different. You may have a different stage. You may have Oh, yeah. Things. It's always like our first competition too. So it's like yeah, State fair is always our of. first, yeah, always the kind of the testing the water, see how that first, first one of the season is going to go. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, State Fair, love going there. But, you know, if it rains, <laughs> like one year we... It yeah, just, our first two competitions got canceled yeah. my senior year, yeah. Yeah, because of the weather. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? <laughs> and that's kind of disappointing because the girls work very hard, mm-hmm. you know, and for them to not be able to do what they've worked so hard to do up to that point. Mm-hmm. So they go to your pool and they try this. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stanchion, a lot of stanching going on in the swimming pool. Yeah. That's a great place to learn. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean that, you know, that's one of the fun things. And then we've also had trying times mm-hmm. where the night before might've been, I don't think it was that, I don't think it was that state fair, but we had, we were doing like a, kind of like a showcase where we invite parents to come and watch. And we had a girl get injured like literally that night before a competition. I don't know if it was state fair. I can't remember. It was, but yeah, you're like, yeah. And just like, um, okay, so got to make changes Mm -hmm. and got to make them quick. So it teaches the kids definitely to be flexible and, you know, try to teach them to go with the flow as much as you can. You know, when things are out of your control, you just got to take it. And, mm-hmm. and run with it so but uh, kind of like the whole Bailey breaking her ankle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know that prepares you so much for life because nothing's ever exactly how you think it's going to be no never and, never and giving that opportunity for kids to learn this so young is so important mm-hmm. because it's life skills again it's, oh yeah it's changing that environment it's being consistent you know it's doing those things that you want to do with intention. We talk about intentionality in all of these leadership books and it's what you believe in your heart 
is what you really value. And so yeah. if you do that well, then it's just natural and it comes out of your soul. That right. And and like I said, most of them get that yeah. from you. Because like I said, you're around each other so much. They kind of get that. And and not only do we want, you know, a good team and we want to win, but <laughs> we want we want good kids. Mm-hmm. You know, we want Greenwood Cheer Program to have a good reputation about having good kids on the squad, yeah. good kids in the program. What's you your know. favorite cheer? Oh. oh gosh! Oh gosh! Look, you know you're what? Speechless. I am. There's just so many. You I can't. can't you can't it. just ask someone. <laughs> yes, you can. Because I have actually like all, an actor. What's your favorite movie? Yeah, um, I'll have like you indie cheers mixed in yeah, with Greenwood cheers, and it's like um, I can't remember. <laughs> of course, if I go way back, you know, you got your um, how funky is your chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! That was always a fun one. <laughs> you probably remember that one. Yes, I did. Okay, good. I was going to say, uh, please it's tell like, me oh, you remember that one. <laughs> We're yeah. not that old. Please tell me you remember that one. <laughs> yes, we could do all those. Oh my goodness, yes. And rock steady. And that was always a fan favorite back steady. in the day. Yes, back is that still a fan favorite? No. no. <laughs> He's like, Lord, I hope not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you have to design it the way you need it yeah. to be. They know? have their own fan favorites, you know, and they're usually the silly ones just like that. Mm-hmm. So. so so, what are you guys thinking about, like, the next step, Haley, for you for contributing back? You do a lot with the kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what's, your favorite, what's your favorite kind of, like, aha, this really makes me feel great to help the little kids? Uh, well, today at the end of practice, they just got off a of fall break. And I was like, how was school? Like, first day back, I was like, was it boring, tiring, mm-hmm. whatever? And this girl was like, well, it's Monday and we have cheer, so that just made the day go by faster. And I was oh, like, that was kind of cute. That's <laughs> awesome. But, See, there you go. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you think about all these people that you influence and some of them don't have good days when they mm-hmm. leave. And some days... You know, they're struggling at school or they have sibling issues. You know, you have a brother. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so not everything's always great for them. So, you know, your guys' purpose, your happy-go-lucky spirit is to just really help them, you know, help them brighten their day. And And sometimes school is the brightest part of a lot of these kids' day. You know, they're just happy to be here. Mm -hmm. So In sixth grade, they only do basketball. So we only meet with them an hour a week. So it's not that much, but it's enough where they still enjoy coming every time, mm-hmm. which is it, nice. It does make an impact. And you'll find that for the people that show up, you know, the ones yeah. that are coming back to go, hey, I really just needed to get a little glimpse of Haley. I needed your smile today because yeah. <laughs> it made, makes their week. Yeah. And you don't realize how you influence other people just by being around you, them. You really don't until one thing that was like an aha moment for me like oh my gosh I've really um Greenwood does this where any staff employee um the graduating seniors can ask an employee to hand them their diploma mm-hmm. and that was the first thing for me is when a former cheerleader actually it was Bailey who broke her ankle at state fair who is now the <laughs> JV coach she was my first <laughs> diploma where I could present her her Aww, diploma and that was that was, you know, kind of a neat thing. That and that's one of the greatest things I love that Greenwood does. Because mm-hmm. it's just, it's a cool thing. It you is know? a cool thing. It's about connecting. 
Yeah. You know, and that power of making people feel like there's a purpose. Yes. There's a and, bigger purpose. And the fact I've done several since then. So, I mean, it is. It's just when... She just had one. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but when, some, when, when these kids come, you know, in the springtime and ask you, hey, what are you doing May 20, whatever? And I'm like, I don't think anything. And they're like, would you give me my diploma? Oh. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's... That's it's really cool. it's pretty cool. It is. And it's like, oh my gosh, out of all the choices. Mm-hmm. And we're talking every teacher they've had, every other coach they've had, mm-hmm. you know, and they, you know, chose me, their cheer coach. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wow, that well, is pretty cool. Well, there's a big reason for that. You know, you really connect to people. Mm-hmm. You just have a gift. You you have been given this gift by God to make people happy and cheerful. And, I try. And you do. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not hard. You know, it's not. You just, you don't. Know, you want them, you want them to feel happy. You want them to feel comfortable. So, you know, if me just being nice and acting stupid or whatever, <laughs> if it does it, that's fine. That's fine. But you know, I want to go back to this it's off of cheer. Mm-hmm. You have some medical things that have happened in your family mm-hmm. and people would look at Sheila Albright Martin and Haley Martin <laughs> and go, oh, they're so perfect. They're just cheerleaders and no. they just have such a great life. And it's also so rosy and, but your son is type one diabetic, type one diabetic mm-hmm. diagnosed when he was uh, fourth, grade. fourth grade, fourth grade. So the challenges that happened when he got diagnosed, mm-hmm. how did and you, they continue? And they I mean, can, he's 24 and they still continue. And so how did you feel? What were your, you know, walk me through that process um, as a family, you it know, was, what, what happened and, you know, we, you know, talked a, a friend of ours at the time her, their daughter was diagnosed a few years before. And, you know, when that happened, they're telling the story and the detailed story of how they figured out what it was. Well, you know, when Nikki had, you know, contracted it, but not, you know, when it had set in, but he wasn't officially diagnosed yet. We're kind of watching and seeing symptoms and you know, I'm thinking, I don't think this is right. But and then when you're on vacation. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So he was diagnosed 2004. We told the doctor, you know, hey, look, we think this is what it is. And they're like, well, why do you think that? So I'm like, well, here's the symptoms we're going through. And they're like, oh, okay. Go first thing in the morning for, you know, blood draw. We were at Riley probably by 4 o'clock that mm-hmm. afternoon. And we were there for a week. By the time, of course, he's getting insulin pumped into him. So he's feeling better pretty quickly after that. But it was basically a week of classes, just learning everything. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, a lot of trials with that food because he was a picky eater at the time. So that was definitely, you know, one of the trying, you know, moments. Just, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, he can't live on a hot dog, pizza, and chicken nuggets <laughs> forever. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm cheering. I can't take care of this. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, you know, it was definitely... You know, and then one of the more difficult ones where we were vacationing in the Cayman Islands and he was a sophomore, a sophomore mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, I was in fifth grade. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was a sophomore and um, being a sophomore boy, <laughs> his monitor quit working shortly right after we got there mm-hmm. and he failed to tell us this and the week went on and then it was the end of vacation and he was just getting very lethargic and, you know, getting sick. So mm-hmm. we thought, oh, we went to the <laughs> seafood buffet the night before. <laughs> so we thought maybe that was kind of <laughs> triggered it. Um, 
So then we realized, no, that wasn't the case. So we got him into the hospital. Needless to say, we were in the Caymans for an extra week when the rest of our family had to get back because, coincidentally, that week we came back was her tryout for sixth grade cheer. <laughs> and that's where yeah, Becky, Becky and Haley mm-hmm. took over, took her under her wing, got her taken care of that week while we're still in the Cayman, in the Cayman Islands in intensive care. I remember how scary that was. It was very scary. Mm-hmm. It was very scary, but... Um, I would recommend that hospital to anybody. They were wonderful. <laughs> so the only hospital in the Cayman Islands. <laughs> yes, and by that he went in Saturday night. So by Monday he was feeling a lot better, and that happened to be the um, final game of the NCAA, which was Butler. <laughs> a lot of like memories in that. But I mean, you know, we just yeah. made the best of it mm-hmm. because it wasn't intensive care. They don't have TVs in the room. God love Georgetown Hospital. <laughs> they got a cart, wheeled it in, so Jim and Nikki can watch, you know, that great? the final game of the NCAA Isn't with Butler. Great? So, you know, but again, just like anything else, you just try and make the best of it, mm-hmm. especially if it's out of your control. Well, and if it's out of your control, you, you just have to make the best of you it. Just you have, have to laugh to or you'll cry. That's you have exactly to laugh or right. you'll cry. You're out of the country. Mm-hmm. You have a medical emergency. Insurance is basically... Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. They're like, okay, what's this anthem card? This it means card? nothing. <laughs> yeah. And so what did you learn by that? Like, how do you prepare now with Nikki? Because he's still at 24. Yeah. You know, he's still, he he may not communicate like you would like him to. No, he doesn't. <laughs> uh, you know, we're just thankful that I think most of the friends that he hangs around with know of his condition mm-hmm. and would kind of know what to look for. Because sometimes, you know, when he has those drastic lows, um, he kind of acts loopy, almost like he could be on something or mm-hmm. drunk or, you know, because you, you look for those signs. Yeah. So I can see him, you know, living with roommates that wouldn't understand. Mm-hmm. So, you know, thankfully, I think most of his friends know. And we just try, you know, still at 24, to test your blood sugar, take, you know, if he's going to be gone for any long period of time, you know, have something with him in the car, which mm-hmm. he's usually pretty good about. Mm-hmm. Well, man, it's that's so much on this lesson of awareness, yeah. Right, being aware of what you need to survive mm-hmm. and paying attention to that, and helping people around you understand. Right, what and like that I said, is. he's a boy; he doesn't communicate very well. So the fact that his <laughs> most of his friends know about it. Because he's not going to divulge mm-hmm. that information if he's just meeting someone. But you how know. scary was that? It was very scary. Yeah. When it that was actually very scary. happened, you're like, okay, we got through because we have been, we conditioned ourselves mm-hmm. as a family that we're positive. Yeah. And we just figure out like, okay, we'll just deal with it. We'll work it out. And we'll fix it. We'll, we'll fix just, it. We'll fix it. Yeah. That's like when you went into the hospital, like, okay, what's wrong? What do we need to do? Fix it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. insulin will fix it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it will make it better, but not But you know, there's not, there are people, I'm not going to say there's a lot of people. There are people that when things like that happen, you know, they're not prepared emotionally to be able to. I don't think anybody would be prepared. Yeah. It is. It's just a punch in the gut. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing can prepare you for, you know, one of your small children being di- diagnosed with a lifelong disease. Mm-hmm. I mean, he will deal with this forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. So how how do you as a sister see that? Like, does it scare you? Do Are you prepared for how to help him if anything, you know, yeah, I've been when you there, guys are together? Yeah, I've been there enough. I know that... She's seen me <laughs> at work. Yeah, and I know... Drink like, juice. Yeah. <laughs> the signs and 
when it could happen. Yeah. I, f- I know enough. Yeah. I think I could help out. Yeah. Well, that's good because that's part of it. You know, learning, especially just, you know, four of your family and then your two dogs and your cat. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, when he was diagnosed, she was, so he was fourth grade. Remember. She was like pre-K, yeah. you know, little. Yeah. And I remember when they told us she had like a 50% chance, mm-hmm. you know, cause I, you're born with it. And then if you get some sort of illness or your body suffers some sort of trauma, that kind of kicks it in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were just terrified that she was going to get it because, I mean, you don't know. for either of my kids to be diagnosed with something where you're getting shots and testing every day, thank goodness it was my son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean. Don't it, like the shots? No. Not so much. I'm okay no. now. Yeah. I, I hated them. Oh, back then, no. But, I mean, you know. But she was there. She would mm-hmm. see it every day. And, and, you know, it was, but yeah, just the thought of her possibly getting it too, you're like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You know, so you kind of have that in the back of your head, you know, in the back of your mind, just thinking, okay, if that happens, we know what to do. We know what to look for. And there's a 50% chance that it is, mm-hmm. 50% chance that it will never occur. Mm-hmm. So luckily. Knock on wood. <laughs> or, for my gun. Yeah, or for my <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that was definitely trying and still ongoing, but mm-hmm. a little what, bit what, better. So as he progresses, mm-hmm. what, what, what are kind of the, the um, things or the signs? You know, or? as he was growing up, of course, puberty was a thing that mm-hmm. could throw off any, you know, and, and any kind of illness, just a simple stomach bug, which maybe keeps you or I home from work or school a day. He would probably miss three, mm-hmm. you know, um, any kind of trauma, just cutting his finger or, you know, just anything could make the blood sugar go up mm-hmm. or, you know. So you got to be so careful. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. just kind of have to watch it. I mean, extra physical activity can make it go down. And will it change as he gets older or will? Um, now, being 24, you know, other than him possibly gaining weight as he gets older, that might change things. But as of right now, it's, you know, pretty steady. Just have to monitor mm-hmm. and watch it every day, mm-hmm. multiple times a day. So now tell me about Jim. He um, was diagnosed with leukemia, leukemia in 2000. Oh. Sometime. You know what? It was shortly after the Cayman Island. Yeah. It was, I think it was a year after mm-hmm. uh, Father's Day weekend. So he has the um, lesser of the two evils. Mm-hmm. He has the... Um, Chronic. I can't even think of it. It's like CL. I can't remember. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to ask me this. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. His is a little easier to monitor. I mean, it doesn't sound right because, you know, it's leukemia. Right. But he um, will have to take a chemo. It's like a chemotherapy pill, and he'll take it for the rest of his life every day. Wow. So when he goes to the doctor mm, three, three, four times a year, I think, oh. to the cancer doctor. Mm-hmm. Maybe I think it's like every like four times a year. So, but he like health wise, does he have? He's to, fine. Yeah, yeah, he's in remission, so mm-hmm. he just still he will take that pill forever. So, how do you stay so positive? You just have to. Like I said, if you if you yeah, you'd laugh or you'd cry. <laughs> so I'd rather laugh. <laughs> so, and luckily, we're kind of all for that same. You know, just if if it's something that you can't fix. You just have to you can't take it. it. Yeah, you just have to take it and, and roll with it. Mm-hmm. So, But it's such a great attitude 
because sometimes there's so many that you've had. Things a lot aren't going to go your way. You know, you've had yeah. a lot of things happen in, in your life and family and, um, you know, it's really hard mm-hmm. and, and people that give up, people that yeah. give up, there's a lot of people that give up and say, yeah, it's not worth worrying about. I'll just take the negative. Mm-hmm. Like everything is about me and yeah. everything is going to, you know, revolve around my life. And because I have had it not so great. Mm-hmm. Right. But you guys have just, you're the kind of the epitome family of positivity. Well, and we're pretty close. I mean, you are very close. You know, we're close. And then, you know, Jim's family is very real close. close. We're all, you know, live real close to each other. We mm-hmm. still have our big Sunday dinners, which I think is huge, you know, mm-hmm. just staying close with family. And then, you know, my mom and sister and brother all live in Florida. And so I try to keep in touch with them as much as I can. And, but it, it's, it's nice having that mm-hmm. family unit and staying close and, it works. It, it does work. It, it does works. Work. So tell me about the cheer season right now. It's October. It's coming pretty. We have our last competition is Saturday, November 10th. It's at Whiteland High School. It's the Mid-State Conference. Mm-hmm. That's our conference that Greenwood is in. And it is always a big deal. It is like always a big deal. We've done state competitions before, but somehow, for some reason, this conference is the big to do. It's so, like the mid state stuff we used to do for sports. Yeah. You know, it was like that was the big thing to get you. Yes. To get you past. You know, that like chunk. I said, we've done state competition before, but they just really, it's that conference. So, yeah. do you get to do that too, Haley? Do you get to participate in that one no. as far as a coach? No. no. It, we only have one sixth grader on the competition team. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I also just realized that I have to cheer that day, so I can't go. <laughs> oh, yeah. So <laughs> Hopefully it'll be a little warmer. You're so yeah. involved. <laughs> yeah. Again, why I moved out of the high school mm-hmm. schedule because it was just, it's just very demanding. Mm-hmm. It's very demanding, a lot going on, mm-hmm. you know, because like in the month of November, depending on how well the football team goes on, you might have a girls basketball game to cheer at a football game, and a competition. Oh, my gosh. Three different squads that were, you know, Mm because you would have your football squad. In three different places. (laughs) In three different places, yeah. So it just got, it was just too demanding for Mm me. I'm old and tired. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. (laughs) You might be old. I'm old. (laughs) Trust me, I'm tired too. (laughs) No. But no, it's it's worked out well. It's worked out well. The middle school is fun. At first I thought, do I really want to do middle school again? But it's fun. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So, Haley, what's your dream for the next five years? Oh, goodness. <laughs> you caught her. You do a lot. No, you do a lot here. It's, um, what, are you, what are you majoring in in school? Psychology and pre-occupational therapy. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm hoping to work in a school, hopefully. It'd be nice to work at Greenwood, but... little plug. Yeah. But yeah. if not... It'll work. Yeah. <laughs> That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So preoccupational therapy means that you would be helping people with their life skills. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. To do all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> what they need in life. What they need. <laughs> and psychology is you got to figure out how, what they care about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. So how's that going for you at U of I? It's going Are really well, you yeah. Indy, sorry. I used Either to call one. it Indiana Central. A long time ago. Some people may not remember that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but you, Indy, yeah. Yeah, it's going really well. That's awesome. Yeah. 
Well, congratulations to you. Thank you. You're a big influence. <laughs> I know you look at those big blue bright eyes and go, why am I an influence? But you really are. So keep doing that because people need you. And these sixth graders, her little cheer squad, they like her. They have yeah. fun. They're very excited. They're yeah. very excited. We start our first game is December 3rd, I think. Shortly after Thanksgiving yeah. is usually They're when it starts. They're very excited. Yes. <laughs> very excited. Yes. And so where is that one? In November 3rd. Is that here? Or? Indian Creek. Yeah. I don't know why. I think I have Shelbyville down, but. I don't Apparently. know. It's Indian Creek. It's somewhere. I don't know. Maybe it's not Indian Creek. Maybe it is Shelbyville. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. But so. uh, that's really cool. So you think about, you know, how you felt when you were that age and getting ready for that first time. You know, how, excite, how excited. Probably couldn't sleep the night before. Probably not. I knew in sports <laughs> I could never sleep the night before. And then yeah. you show up and you're like, am I going to remember the words to the cheer? Am I going to remember how to do it? Yeah. yeah. It's funny with sixth grade because that first game, you'll have to record some because <laughs> yeah. they are terrified. Even like yeah. camp. When we had camp over the summer, there were girls like, I couldn't sleep last night. Like, yeah. Why? But And camp is fun too. It's three days of just everything mm-hmm. you know and they just again especially with this little sixth grade squad and they improve so, so much in yeah three days wow and from yeah. then to now even more yeah, yeah. just mm-hmm. yeah what do you think that why do you think that is if you think about if you really reflect on that and kind of go okay what happens in those three days I think that sixth grade they're so excited about it and they're so young and, and new that they want to learn it and want to do better. So I think they go home and practice. And I think that's all they do when they go home. Like they go home, practice, eat, and then go to bed and then come back again the next day. Like they practice so much, I think, outside of it just to do better and come back and improve. Like they want to improve. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's a great lesson. It is fun. It's, <laughs> camp. it's exhausting, but it's fun. Yeah. yeah. So once a year. That's probably yep. all they can take. Three very long days. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. it is fun. And they have a little competition there. Well, I don't want to say competition because they get judged each day mm-hmm. by something that they learned that day. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so the accountability factor. A right? little bit, yeah. And that is really what makes you want to do better because you're like, yeah. oh, I am all, you know, in any competition. Oh, sure. Right? You, wanna, you always want to get first, but sometimes mm-hmm. you get second right. or third. But it's, it is that accountability that to yourself because a lot of girls even, like you said, they leave practice and they've got to go home and they've got to put in those hours and they've mm-hmm. got to put in that effort to be great. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're not going to retain it. You're not going to have that memory, muscle memory. You're not going to be able to do those back bends and those stretches. And, and stunting. I mean, you you know, these girls are holding up other girls. Yeah. For the first you know, time ever. The, yeah. the sixth grade. Yeah. For the first time ever. They've never done anything similar to this, you know. And, you know, if you make a mistake, this girl can hit the ground. <laughs> so you've got to really, you know, step it up. You've got to focus. You know, staying focused can be hard, especially if it is something new that you just don't quite understand just yet. Mm-hmm. So how do you guys have fun off-season? You don't have much of an off-season. We try to do, I mean... You guys do a lot of stuff. We, we try to do some team yeah. bonding things throughout yeah. the year, too. We were just too. talking at the end of practice today. They are like, can we go to a haunted house? Like, some people don't want to do that, especially sixth graders like, yeah. and the coaches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they were just saying if we could do 
they're like, can we do Secret Santa at Christmas time? Can we have a Christmas party? Like, they want to do stuff, too, which is nice. And, like, we want to do stuff for them, too. Mm -hmm. But it's nice that they want to do it, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just trying to do team bonding things throughout the season. And, you know, just so every practice isn't like, get better, get better, you know. Exactly. You know, trying to lighten up a little bit throughout just to kind of make it fun on Mm -hmm. certain levels. Like, high school, we did, oh, we did that foam glow one year, which was kind of fun. And we'll try, like before competitions, maybe go out to dinner, all of us, after practice, and just kind of just sit back and relax for a little bit with each other and enjoy each other's company and build we that relationship outside of practice. Yeah. And we had them at our house to swim that one time. Mm-hmm. We went to Sky Zone one time. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of trying That's to do fun. fun stuff. Yeah. Well... If people haven't been involved in the Greenwood Cheerleading <laughs> Association, they totally need to do it. How, is there a number, is there a limit to the girls that can be involved? No. 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 Uh, how we do it, it's kind of a weird thing because parents will, uh, their score sheets, there's different categories, you mm-hmm. know, motions, jumps, tumbling, whatever. And you are judged on the scores and we take, you know, we put them in numerical order com- Paired to the highest to the lowest, mm-hmm. and whenever that first big jump in the scoring is, that's kind of our cutoff. Mm-hmm. So if you know Susan got 157 points, and then Linda got maybe <laughs> 143, mm-hmm. that's a pretty big jump. Mm-hmm. So we'll just kind of Susan will be our last one we take. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yep. and that's kind of how we do it. And it works. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. It works. I mean, it's pretty fair and, and Well, you guys have been doing it long enough, you know exactly you know how what's gonna build the right team. Right. You know, right. to be able to help each other and yeah. support each other and learn because you are I hate to say you're not taking your life in your hands, but you know, when you're teaching jumps and and I mean, you're when you're positioning with these girls, especially sixth grade, they're yeah. very new at it. So you're in right in there with them. Yeah. You know, so you're might be catching a sixth grader. She falls, mm-hmm. and, you know, so I mean, it's that's a big responsibility. It is. And it's mm-hmm. really hard to pass that on to other girls that same age, mm-hmm. you know, like. If someone's falling at you, you can't back up. <laughs> you can't back up. You have to get under her, you which is, them. Even though it's you know, it's instinct. not a natural instinct to mm-hmm. go under the girl that's falling. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a hard thing to do, to teach. But, I mean, it works. It works. And it does work because you have a system. Yeah. You, really, you guys have really created kind of that consistent system. Tradition. Yeah. It's, you know, we'd like to think that Greenwood Cheer Program has strong tradition and there you, know. you go. Greenwood Cheer Program has strong tradition. <laughs> Everybody needs to be involved because the Martin girls are here. Yes. So, yeah, it's fun. And it's fun doing it with, you know, Haley and Bailey. And then, you know. Haley and Bailey. Haley and Bailey. <laughs> yeah, because it's Haley and Bailey have sixth grade. Becky and I are seventh and eighth grade. And then Haley and Bailey have the high school. Isn't that fun? So we have. It's easy to remember. It is. Yeah. It is. Just throw out the name Haley or Bailey and you're good. So if you're not a Haley or Bailey, <laughs> then you're a Becky or a Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, but yeah, it's fun. And, and like I said, we, we want girls to learn that competitive edge, but we, we want to, you know, have good girls too mm-hmm. and make sure they know what not to do and what, you know. How to be better. How to be a better person. Yep. That's what it's about. Well, 
You guys, thank you for coming on my Everyday Leaders <laughs> program. This was it awesome. <laughs> you have really have inspired me. Oh, and <laughs> like always. But oh my gosh. So so we in October are influencing over 500,000 youth to try to reach out and make them better, to think about themselves differently, to feel like they have value in the world. And so you're doing that by being on this program to communicate to girls it's okay you don't have to be perfect. No, you, you don't have out. to be. You, you don't learn. even have to be like everybody else. You don't have to be like everybody <laughs> no. else. It's, You're unique like everybody well, else. <laughs> so find your gift. Yes. You know, find your gift, find your group, find your people that you can help. And you know what? It might not happen till college it or later in high school, but it you'll get there. You'll get there. And, you know, until then, just learn to work with people and it, it'll be fine. And it'll be fine. Any last coaching words for us from Haley? <laughs> I don't think so. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, ladies, thank you very oh, much. Oh, it was fun. Thank you. thank you. Love you guys. It's awesome being here <laughs> in good old Greenwood. Greenwood Middle School. All right. Try out for the Greenwood cheerleading teams, no matter around, what around age spring, you are. Around spring break time. Yep, around spring break time. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for being on the program. Big <laughs> time. Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 Leadership Summit is coming to Indianapolis Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. Join me along with the 50 and 50 guest from Everyday Leaders 50 and 50 podcast. This exclusive event will take place at the beautiful New Fields Indianapolis Museum of Art on Saturday, March 2nd, 2019. You won't want to miss this one-of-a-kind leadership workshop where you will personally engage with these 50 leaders and learn how to apply their strategies to live your life with success. Don't miss this opportunity. You can be a part of this exclusive inaugural leadership summit here in Indianapolis, March 2nd, 2019. Remember, there's limited space available, so reserve your spot now. If you know of anyone that would be interested in sponsoring this exclusive event, please have them contact me directly at make at makeconnectionsforlife.com. Thank you for following the podcast of Everyday Leaders 50 and 50.